Marion, tell us about Viking Strong. Can I? It's like exercise stuff that says Viking Strong. <laughs> that is not inaccurate. Is it like a giant rubber band? Yes. And what do you, you do? Josie, what do you do with it? You can put it in your giant hand. Well, how Daddy does it, he puts it on from the back of his neck, and he, likes puts it from the back of his knees and squats and goes up and down. <laughs> and sometimes he does push-ups. Yeah, I've done push-ups with him. I've done squats with him. And I've done a bunch. Well, hold on. i got a list up here. Skull crushers and the thing I do for, like, my bow arm. I figured that out on my own. But the other stuff, skull crushers and good mornings and just keyless sunrises or something. I'm, that's, I'm sure that's not on that list. It's very beneficial. And the cool thing about them is, yeah, you can take them on the go. Like, I do them in my, use it in my office. And you can throw it in your suitcase or briefcase if you're going out of town for a little while. But it's kind of like... Well, it's working out with weight, but it's a different experience if you're a person that doesn't like necessarily pushing iron. Viking Strong has literature on their website and everything. So, being strong isn't enough. To be Viking Strong! Yeah! We are recording. We are recording. Let me see the level. We are recording. Testing. Testing. Do we need to turn it up a little bit? No, we good. Are you sure? Yeah, we're good. We got good levels. Alright. We just left the WMA from our youth season opening weekend hunt. And uh, Tristan, yeah. what happened? We didn't Tell get us anything. everything from eight. That's not. You don't start with the ending. Tell a story. Okay. So we got to the WMA, and it was all open. And so we drove inside, and we uh, trucked. Tell. Okay. Skip the boring parts. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear like mile bar marker by mile marker. Okay. So we get to our unit. And we park the truck, get all our gear on, sling the rifle, and walk like not even 200 yards down this path and find this little light, another path that jets out to the side that is a road. Um, and so we go down that path road thing and Steven is filming me behind from behind and I turn a corner and see this little hog like 30 pound hog good eating size put him in my sights I'm about to shoot he runs off hear a weird noise look up and there's like 30 hogs Steven comes around the corner sees them we get down I get down on a knee well, we moved up about 20 yards yeah. from that turn. Yeah. Before you, before we stopped for an actual shot. And then I stopped and... You probably threw up your gun 15 times between them, but you definitely weren't in a stable place until we got next to that tree. Mm -hmm. 
And finally we got to this place near a tree and I took, went down on one knee and got in a good shooting position and uh, waited. And this is, just to clarify, we got our assigned unit, the, one of the Texas Parks and Wildlife guy assigned to, you know, showed us where we needed to go. We went there, parked the truck, and this is like less than five minutes after parking the truck. We yeah. were covered up in hogs. And I, I get down, see a nice hog, and blouch. Yeah. I turn my attention. Yeah, put that K in there. Blouch. Blouch. There you go. Blouch. <laughs> I, I, I jack another round. In well, the and he feel like. I was, I'm like, that's a dead pig in my head because he went airborne. He went straight up in the air and his legs tucked up under him like he was ready to get saran wrapped. <laughs> and he just went straight down and did not move. So I jacked another round and tried to take a well, shot. While you're pulling the bolt. Yeah. Putting the bolt back up. He jumps he, up yeah, he, and runs off. He decides, off. oh, I'm not dead. And runs away. <laughs> and then I uh, I jack another round in the chamber. I don't want to keep interrupting you, but you gotta tell the cool part, the cool details. Those are the details you tell, like him tucking his little footies up. I didn't see that. Movies. What? <laughs> what were you watching? I was watching the other ones. I took the shot. You should not have been watching the other. You should have been watching the animal you shot, Tristan. Yeah. Maybe that's why he lived. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I thought, well, it's all experience. You yeah. know, them. but I'm, I'm saying you hit him high. That's my guess, that you hit him between the lungs and the spine. Because he was a little bit closer than your paper target. Yeah. And, and how he behaved, and the lack of blood. Yeah. And he got up and walked away, or well, ran away, yeah. sprinted. Um, and uh, just slower than the other tons yeah. of pork that was at that time running like crazy. There at least had to be like 300 pounds of pork running away. Right. And um. So and then I tried and then we saw this uh, later when we after we looked for the hog a little bit, uh, we saw this other hog still by by where we shot and uh, just drinking water and so I got into a good place to shoot and bounced and went high and saw dust up come behind him and. ran off, went into this pile of brush where we couldn't see him, and then we got closer and he was gone. So, we don't know what really happened there. Yeah, we do. Well, he ran away. You missed. I missed. And he escaped through some tall brush that we didn't know was that tall until we got up on it. Yeah. And by that time, he was in the... Bramble. Bramble and we yeah I mean we could have took a shot at him through there but that seems crappy yeah and it, you know and that'd be another dollar what is it dollar and ten cent 
worth of ammunition gone. And so, uh, we did that, found, and then looked around a little bit for the hog I shot the first time. And then decided this would be a good place for in the morning and right now. You so, need to speak up. So we. I, uh, I can't even see the levels, but I'm right next to you and I can barely hear you. <laughs> okay, so we uh we set up a blind. Gosh. Gosh. Golly gosh. gee whiz. Golly gee whiz. Right. And and then we set up a blind and uh, waited. It was a blind and we wasted like 50 zip ties. I didn't waste them. I enjoyed putting up the blind. It was fun. And then we sat behind that for the rest of the day and at the end of the day around like 6-ish we saw the uh, a deer. Yeah, she was probably about 200-250 yards away. Yeah. And we saw like a whole bunch of turkey. How many turkey? What six. kind? Uh, six jigs. And why is it cool that we saw them? Because at the uh, place we were at, uh, Shep what is the place? Gus Engling. And no, what is Gus Engling? What? Just okay. Get be a little bit more descriptive than that. At Gus Engling, a West Tech, no, no. And East Texas, yes. WMA. And wildlife. M -m -m Management area. There you go. Hey, where's my gun? It's down there. Okay. And, um, uh, the cool thing about why we, the, it was, the reason it was cool because, sorry, I'm the reason it was interesting that we saw turkey is because they don't have a very good turkey population or they didn't have any turkeys but they reintroduced turkeys and so they have a small population and we were the first ones to see turkeys in that unit yeah so, and they were good healthy birds too yeah they're gonna be some good looking gobblers this spring mm -hmm. and so and we told the biologist dude that, and he was like, oh, cool, now we have turkeys in that unit. And so, yeah, it was interesting. And then we left because it was too far for me to take a shot at the deer. And uh, so we came back the next morning, and we, uh, when we were going down the path, we spooked uh, these two does. Uh, from behind some brush and we just couldn't see them or hear them until they were running away from us and uh, we looked around for them for a couple of minutes they had gone looked for your hog there weren't any hog there and uh, so we went to our blind sat there for a couple of hours and then we started hearing like yeah you don't have to go crazy describing today we heard squeals and 
everything. Yeah, we heard a lot and saw goose egg. Yeah. Not a literal goose egg. We saw zero yeah. animals. The yeah. figurative goose egg. So. Which I blame Tristan for because you smelled. You smelled? No, I don't. I smell like. I smell beautiful. That's a lot. I smell like vanilla and dreams. Dream? What if you have a dream about walking through hog poo? Yeah, we walked through a lot of hog, uh, wet, smelly hog leavings. <laughs> yeah. The mud was not the color mud supposed to be. Well, I mean, technically, pig shit and mud are the same color. But, you know, I know what you're trying to say. It's like a lighter color. You're weird. It was light. The color was like lighter than normal mud. You're in East Texas. The dirt is different here than dirt Shh. back home. Shh. Yeah, I didn't expect all that sand. Mm -mm. There was tons of stuff they called sugar sand, which is yeah, like... Now I understand why they say to have a four-wheel drive vehicle. Yeah. Because we definitely could have driven a lot closer to the blind. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? What? It, that it was a county line right there, and then there was a county line sign right there. Yeah, it was Navarra, because we went through, like, a corner. And, uh, yeah. It was a good hunt, in all. Saw, saw lots of sign. Would have been a good place to hunt during the rut, I bet. And we needed... Yeah, it's just, that's an issue, though. We uh, needed more time. Well, it's, you know, the last weekend in October... And it's 87 degrees, according to my truck. It, oh, we're back in the other county now. It is way too hot. That's what we were talking about global warming on the first part of the podcast. That's yeah. so... I blame Al Gore for all of this. Wrong Everything right. negative that happened. Oh, I guess we were supposed to turn right? I don't know. Uh, anyways, we're back on track now. Yeah. Yay! We're trying to find food. Yeah, maybe a minute. Trying to find the water burger. The water burger. All right, so you talk. I've been talking the whole time. Huh? No. Yeah, I want you to talk the whole time. Yeah. Steven's stupid. He's a stupid fan. Okay. Stupid fan. But I can beat you up. <laughs> I know you're scared. <laughs> Alright, so what are your takeaways from this hunt, Monsoor? Put two bullets in a hog. Yeah. And wear mud boots. We gotta get our head wrapped around that. If a hog goes down, there's never a reason to not put another bullet in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've heard that, and I've heard it, and I've heard it. And the only time we ever did it was the only time we've ever... Well, we, we don't go hog on that. But and the only reason we did that is because he was moving and stuff and scary. He was scary. He was scary. He was scary. Yeah, we got lucky. Yeah, you're right. Because we walked up on him before we put the second round in him. Mm -hmm. And the only reason he was down was because you got him through the spine with the first yeah. shot. So you could have very easily missed him completely. Yeah. Or been an inch lower and. You know, him just walked away like nothing ever happened. 
Or him go down and charge us. Yeah. Oh boy. So yeah, it was a very interesting hunt. We, I learned a lot. Yeah, and I'm toying with the idea of switching, you know, for the two other hunts we have. I will see what the plate landscape looks like and all that, but switching to spot and stop for okay. them, I don't know. That December hunt is a longer hunt, and so, I don't know, we'll just kind of see how that goes, but we're going to have to do some reading up, because I've never really spot you know we've walked around in the woods where we were technically hunting the reason we were in the woods was whitetail but we've never really legitimately spot and stock hunt, hunted whitetail you know we've never walked around hunting hunting and that's not true that's there's a couple of times last year where we were spot and stock hunting and we spotted but were unable to stalk yeah, or like that spike in James Daughtry. That was your fault. Blowing it was my fault. Getting to where he was was a hundred percent my doing, though. Yes. Yeah. I would have been able to get him if you. That was my electronic scouting paying off. Not saying, I mean, I could have just as easily been wrong, but, but you know, but yeah, but us not getting you not getting to shoot him that was my fault. But what my point is, we did like we came across him because of spot and stalk, we were yeah. spot and stalk hunting, and the only thing was we didn't get to take a shot, yeah. That was my the point I was trying to make. I know, and I was just yelling at you. Yeah, like a jerk. And it was getting off the subject, in my opinion. <laughs> so, alright. Any other takeaways? Um. Any lessons that you're going to take into the hunt? In I need to be more observant. A couple weeks. Because, like so I'm going to say that two-bullet rule goes for Havelina. Because yeah. I'm really hoping we see some javelina on this next hunt. Because you're allowed two, I think, on the hunt. Uh -huh. According to the paperwork. Obviously, the biologists and whatever could change the rules by the time we actually get there. But Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Um, be more observant because remember that snake that you said I would, like walked over? Yes. That could have been bad. Yeah, which, and you were looking right at it, but you're dumb. Because you look at the ground too damn much. That's another thing. Don't look at the ground as much. Yes, you need to, if you're hunting, the deer ain't by your feet. Yeah. So you need to look at the woods. I don't know why you do that. You're not, I know why, I guess I should say, I know why you do it. You do it because you're afraid you're going to step wrong. But you got to learn to plan ahead for that. Yeah. Don't look at your next step. Look at your next ten steps. Yeah. And just There's find so them with your feet. There's so many hawks. 
went on the way from where the WMA to podcasting. Guess what? Oh, well, you guys can't really guess. Well, <laughs> we saw something amazing. We saw pelicans. Yeah. On the, yeah, just right before hitting record on this uh, podcast, we saw pelicans way inland from the Gulf. Yeah. That's weird. It's real pretty out here. I mean, there's not much to see. It's just flatlands, but still. Right. Flatlands and mesquite. But there's lots of cows and stuff. Cattle. Cattle, cattle, cattle. There's about to be a bump and probably it's going to make some loud noise, so brace. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's, any closing thoughts? Um, not really. I mean, it was a fun hunt. I had a lot of fun. I hope you did too. Oh yeah, higher blast. Second favorite place. Yeah, my, uh, yeah, that's my second favorite WMA that we've been on. James Daughtry's the first. I sh- we shouldn't say that on the podcast, but then more people will want to go there. Yeah. We like Chaparral the best. Yes, Chaparral. Chaparral. So awesome. Chaparral. And there's plenty of room. Anybody that wants to hunt can get on there. Yeah. Which is actually true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And my closing thoughts are just that you need to get your eyes off the ground. Yeah. That is bad. You're gonna teach your. That is a very bad habit to get into. Yeah. In life in general, not just hunting. Yeah. You need to be looking at the world and what's happening, and not your toes. Yeah. My toes aren't that pretty anyway. No. They're fat and sausagey and smelly. Yeah, covered <laughs> in pig poop. Yeah. All right, man. We're, before we go, I think we're gonna get some horrible disease from like hog pee. Hog Pizika. Uh, Alright. Do you remember all the sign-off stuff? Uh, thank you for listening to Wilderness Law, the Wilderness Law Podcast with Tristan, me, and Lane. Uh, and check us out on wildernesslaw.us and Wilderness Law Facebook. Okay, what's our Instagram and Twitter? They're both the same. Do you remember? No. Is at? At. Like at symbol wilderness underscore law. And now that you have your fancy phone, we might get you uh, looking at getting you an Instagram. What do you think you would want your Instagram handle to be? You know, that's just pictures. You upload yeah. pictures. I could do, it could be the boy at underscore wilderness law. Yeah, something like that. Well, you can't do, the at can't be in the middle. It's your uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram names start with at. That's just the rules. So. At the boy. Wilderness law under or wilderness underscore underscore law. Yeah, or we could do something along those lines. Or we could do the youngins. For because eh, the I'm saying the girls would get their own once they get older. Yeah. And start going on these trips with us more and stuff. Yeah. Okay. We need to go fishing more. 
we're almost at tw 30 minutes. No kidding. Yeah, we're all at right. 24. All right, I'm going to have to edit out all the parts where you're talking. That, and it'll be like four minutes. What town are we in? We're in Nowhereville. All right, man. Well, good podcast. Uh, now you get to walk home since you didn't shoot anything. Dang! I did actually shoot something. Well, that's true. Since you didn't kill anything. Well, I'm saying that pig. Ah, it may not die. It's hard to tell with pigs. Pigs yeah. are weird. We're in Nor Wart Wartham. We're in Wartham. 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 It's more fun. Wartham. Wartham. We're going to Mahaya. Mahaya. Ma, ma, Mahaya. It oh, is a crappy town. Lawnmower down the road. Lawnmower. It used to be a lot more common than it is now. All right. So, thank y'all for listening to the Wilderness Law podcast. Oh, uh, we gone. We gone. Bye 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 bye.